is Elk Grade Bridge Middle School, and welcome back to another episode of the Wildcat Chat Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 8, titled Back from Spring. We have loads of great segments to cover today, so buckle your seatbelts, and I'm going to turn it over to Catherine. Thanks, Addie. Um, so, to begin our first segment, we're going to talk about spring break, and we have some stories. So, um, Mr. Graham, how was your spring break? Oh, thank you for asking. I'm happy to be here. Great job, everyone. And I'm happy to be here talking with you. It's been a long time. I feel like it's been two weeks, but my spring break was amazing. We went to Grayson Highland State Park in the western part of Virginia, which is about six hours away. It was a long drive with two kids, two dogs. Uh, along with my wife, we went. So she, I was driving and she was in the passenger seat having to help iPads turn on and off to help make the drive go. Then you got a dog barking, you know, making that dog feel comfortable. So it was an adventure just getting there. But then when we got to Grayson Highlands, it was amazing. We stayed in a, a cabin and then we, so it was, it was kind of glamping. We drove to the mountains. We didn't actually have a tent, which we talked about last episode. When we went to the mountains, there was a whole bunch of hikes. And it's when you get to the open area in the mountain, it's just a wide space of land and they have wild ponies there. And we have pictures with the kids with the wild ponies. And there was a, even a waterfall. So we went there two days in a row. We went to the park two days and we just loved it. And the, I highly recommend for our listeners out there and, and for our students in this podcast club to go and check out the Grayson Highlands in Virginia. It's right near North Carolina and even Tennessee. So that was a lot of fun. And I know that many of you all went camping too. Uh, what, where did any of you go? Catherine, I know you went camping. I know that Navia, you said you were going. Uh, yeah, I went to the Outer Banks West KOA. Okay. And... We actually saw each other there. Yeah. We were at the same uh, campgrounds. Uh, How crazy is that? Fun. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, y'all were talking about how you're going camping. Next thing you know, hey, your neighbors. Um, were y'all able to hang out? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we, uh, we played, like, we sort of played volleyball. It was just, like, catching and throwing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I, can't, I can't do that. <laughs> Well, tell us about that. Was it fun? How was the Outer Banks? It was it was amazing, but we couldn't swim because it was so cold. <laughs> yeah, it was like fifties. It was super cold and super bad. Well, you you were only there for two days, which I feel bad because it got real. It got really warm on um, I yeah. On the third day we were there was actually pretty nice, but like everything else was like super cold. But we had a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, on like Wednesday or Thursday, it was super warm. My cousins came to visit and I actually ended up like just stepping in the water and people thought it was cold, but I thought it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it's was, about what, 56 degrees, I think. Me. It was a man so, that was following me at the park for some reason. And it was uh, like nighttime. It was night and my friends left me because I went to go see the ISS. And then uh, I told them, but they probably didn't hear me. And then uh, I went to the movie area where they were, and then they okay. left, so then I asked someone. 
did, did the girls up here leave? And they were like, yeah, they left. So then I was running to my car where oh my, my dad goodness. was. And there was a man who was walking. Then he saw me. Then he was running after me. And my dad saw that from the car. So then he turned on the headlights of the car. And as soon as that guy saw the headlights, he ran. Oh, my goodness. That's scary. Bark at him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad your dad was there to help assist. Yeah. But there oh were some goodness. there were some uh, other children there, but he just went for me probably because he was the only one who saw me. Oh my goodness! And I hope hopefully there. they followed up with that with the campgrounds or something. Uh, hopefully your dad informed them of what happened. Kind of no, scary. we just we just went we just went back to the cabin and then we just stayed there. And I was kind of upset because that was the second time my friends left me. Oh no! Well, did yeah. you 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 at least got to see the? Did you see the International Space Station? Yes, it was, it was really, it went really fast. It was really crazy. Yeah. That's cool. I got to see it too. Cause that was the night that, or that was the day that we got there. But my mom started getting like claustrophobic around all those people. So we had to yeah. go. Yeah. I went off the grid. I was not around a lot of people, which was pretty amazing. Yeah. And then you talk about the stars up when you look at the stars in the mountains with not a lot of street lights. it's beautiful. It's very oh. calm, very still. Uh, and, you know, when you come back from a break, you kind of feel rejuvenated, feel a little, fr- you know, refreshed to get through the, the rest of whatever we're getting ready to do with the rest of the year. And I, I just, it's a good feeling. Connor, Addy, what about y'all? Where did you go? Or Amna, did y'all do anything for spring break? Uh, Yeah, I had kind of like a mixture throughout the week. I didn't have like one particular activity. So I went to the mall with a friend. Um, so that was kind of fun. And we, cool. we say, you know, six feet masks the entire time throughout all this. And I also went to Bush Gardens this week. That oh, was I fun. Remember that. But a, some of the rides were closed down. So we kind of only went on like three rides. Four. Four? I don't know. But my one friend, we had to convince her to ride front seat on Apollo's chariot and um, Griffin. We got her though. Nice. And we also made her ride Finnegan Flyer because she wasn't going to ride it, but we forced her into it. But it's okay because she did. She did. Did she like it after she rode it? Yeah, but it was like a really long line. And so they were both freaking out. And I was just sitting there calmly throughout the entire ride until my mask almost flew down. So I had to put, I had to like, you know, grab it, um, like, you know, put my hand in my mouth and keep my mask on. But they were freaking out the entire time. And I just sat there with a straight face, just like, why are you freaking out? Because they were like screaming. And I'm like, chill. <laughs> you're, you're going back and forth. Like, I got Addie, though. I mean, it is a little a little scary. I, I seventh grade. I, look, I had a bad experience when I was really young with uh, roller coasters and things that my parents actually stopped the ride. Like they told everyone, stop the ride. We're taking Matt off. So I think, I don't know what grade I was when that happened, but it was very young. I think maybe fifth, third, fourth, fifth grade, but it definitely like traumatized me a little bit. So like when we went to theme parks, it wasn't until seventh grade that my friends basically forced me on a roller coaster. Remember I was very short then I was, four foot nothing in seventh grade and I was friends with this big basketball player and I remember going on the big bad wolf which they don't call that anymore I think it's uh Verbolton and we get in line 
And then they have the rows where you go in and I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because like it needs to be done. I know it's a lot of fun, but I need to get over this experience. And so I go there and I get in line and I'm and then I turn around I say, I'm not doing it. And then he, who's at the time six foot three or whatever, cause he's the basketball player. He puts his hands on the railing and says, Matt, you're not going anywhere, man. You're getting on this ride. And I said, I can't fight you there. So I went on the ride and it was the best experience because ever since then I've been riding them. I love them. The Griffin, everything else. So listeners out there, if you're a little nervous about roller coasters, just try it, do it like what Addy was saying and, you know, get over that, that fear because it is such a great feeling going up and down and turning left and right. I'm glad you went. I'm glad it's open. I, I can't wait to go back to Bush Gardens. Yeah. Soon. Ever bolt in line though so like all the lines were like long and stuff like at one point the griffin line was like an hour long we didn't go on it then we went on it like like at like right when the um park opened yeah and like before we left so the line was like only like 20 minutes right. same with apollo's chariot it didn't none of our lines that we went through went over 30 minutes no wait right. invader did invader was like an hour long that was such a long line but for bolt in line so verboten you go into like the um line in general is already like really long you go through all these like little places just to get onto the right. ride and it was like reaching over to like mock tower area so like it was like really long and so we were gonna ride it and i'm like yeah no <laughs> yeah um my sister... i highly recommend doing getting there early you know and because by the afternoon time around lunch that's when the place gets packed so if you get there right when it opens you're going to be in good shape. Yeah, we could also barely find any food. We waited for like 20 minutes just to get like a funnel cake. Good <laughs> funnel cake, though. Funnel cake was good. Connor, Amna, what about you guys? What did y'all do over break? Um, I just had baseball games. Really. Oh, games. how was that? Good. We won both games. Nice. How did you play? Good. I just, I just kept on getting walked. Okay. Hey, getting on base matters because you helped score some runs. So that, hey, that's that's a very important part of the game. How about you, Amna? Well, I just stayed home. You just stayed home? Did you do anything fun while you were home, though? I had to clean and stuff. <laughs> you had to clean. Hey, with spring, there's spring cleaning, so maybe that is fun. I know. I feel a sense of relief when I'm getting rid of some things and cleaning. So did you at least feel better once all that was done? I felt a sense of tired. <laughs> I understand that. We cleaned out a shed and a garage in the past two days when we got back and I was so sore and tired, but at least I did feel better that, you know, a lot of these things were going to be gone. And I think we're going to have a yard sale or something soon. But nice having a little bit of break from school. Yes, I got to sleep in. I didn't get to sleep in much because, like, we always got up early and we ate breakfast and then we went out on a walk or something. Yeah. We Did also, you... like, went on, like, the uh, golf carts they had. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It was Did, really cool. Did you see the sunrise at the Outer Banks? Nope. Uh, we woke up a little too late for that. But um, <laughs> we woke up around, like, 8, 9, so. I actually, um, it was, yes. Saturday, no, Sunday morning, like at four in the morning, we are, um, I woke up 
and our awning was moving up and down and up and down. I'm like, I got out of bed, ran to my parents' bed, and like, uh, the awning is like breaking and they're like no it's just the wind and then it started making noises and he ran out there and made sure it got put back up but then I couldn't fall back asleep so I woke up like I got out of bed around like six or something Mm -hmm. I put on like heavy stuff because it was cold that morning and I got to see the sunrise so I got to take a picture of it oh that's awesome yeah it is nice where if you're you know anytime you're on the east coast you can see the sunrise there Speaking of getting up early, the day I went to Bush Gardens, the two friends that were coming with me got up at like six and they're going to be walking for an entire day. And we, we left like they were picking us. My friend was picking me and my other friend up at 10. So I got up at like nine. Mm-hmm. Right. And I still had time to spare. And my other friend was like, yeah, I got up at six. And I'm like, how are you going to function? Did they did they crash by the end of the day? No. i always loved the car ride back when i was a kid with the the rides because i just we'd always hit up the wendy's which is right near bush gardens and then i just eat it and then i fall asleep and next thing you know we're home i i I loved it i love falling asleep on the car ride that was something i always looked forward to i was like all right let's go ride these rides i'm gonna crash on the way back Well, it sounds like y'all had an, a great spring break, whether you're playing baseball or going uh, to Bush Gardens, which I, I can't wait to do, or camping. And now there's now we're in the month of April. There's only uh, nine more weeks of school. We just finished the third nine weeks. Uh, this upcoming week will be the, the start of the fourth nine weeks. I can't. We're almost through this kind of crazy school year this different school year and april is also a month of different observances and things but before we get into that one thing that is kind of cool with middle school now with uh that's being offered are intramurals so we didn't we haven't had any sports for middle school but they did uh permit spring intramurals which is basically like a club where you can come out and you can play and they were doing it for three sports field hockey, track, or volleyball. So those are going to be offered, and they're starting up on April 19th. So for students that filled out the form that got sent out before the break, uh, that will be done after school. So that's kind of something exciting. But also in April, we have a whole bunch of observances. We have, it's the World Autism Awareness Month. Did y'all wear blue on April 2nd before break? I think so. I don't exactly remember. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I, I was, I was like, I don't remember about it because y'all said, did y'all should have, like, well, sort of, like, um, and I was thinking about it and I actually did and I didn't even notice. There you go. There you go. I wear a lot of blue. So I thought, like, the thing was, like, the entire month, not just. Yes, it is the entire month, but then sometimes we designate, like, a day to really go hard and f- celebrate it. So, that was a day where it was like, let's wear blue. So uh, I think we're going to learn about a little bit of other observances that are like that too. And Earth Day's coming up in April, 422. Celebrate Earth and all the good things. I, I, if, when you go to the beach or you go to the mountains, you take a moment and just kind of sit back and you're like in all of this great world that we have. Navia, what else is going on? 
this month is Military Child Month. All and, right. Um, with us today is Miss Harris, uh, and she is the sixth grade guidance counselor. Yay! Welcome, Mrs. Harris. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here and talk about how I'm connected to uh, the military and then also tell you a little bit about what's happening with the Great Bridge Middle School this month. So as Navia said, I'm the sixth grade counselor at Great Bridge Middle School, and I've been here for a while. I want to say maybe nine or ten years I've been here. Um, and I absolutely love Great Bridge Middle. It's a great place to be. Um, and I'm actually a military child too. So in April, like Navia said, we celebrate the month of the military child and that includes pretty much um, all of the branches of the military, the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, National Guard, as well as the new Space Force um, oh, that's right. That is new, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. The Space Force? Yeah. The yeah. Space Force. That's a new new branch of the military that just started up. So we really try to celebrate and bring awareness to, you know, just the resiliency of being a military kid. I was actually a military kid. My dad was in the Navy for 20 some years. Um, my brother actually went to West Point um, for the Army. My grandfather and my uncle were also graduates of the Naval Academy. So I have a lot of wow. Navy, Navy background and what it was like to actually be a military child. And we moved around um, also because, you know, being a military child, those children serve too. I don't know if you know at Great Bridge Middle School, take a guess, how many military connected students do you think we have at Great Bridge Middle School? Somebody tell me what, how many students do you think we have? Uh, 327. <laughs> that is a great guess. In fact, we have 327 military, active duty military, military connected students here. So that's almost that's a lot. third of our whole school. That's a lot. It oh, wait, I got it right? You got yes, it. you got it right. Oh, wow. Right on the dot. Right. Just remember to make it. <laughs> so, um, so we kind of want to bring awareness and celebrate those students for all the things that they go through um, just for being a military child, you know, being worried about their parent who is oftentimes deployed. Um, military students, I don't know if you know this, but they, by the time they get to middle school, they move like anywhere from six to nine times. That's so got to be tough. That's got to yeah. be tough. How was that for you when you were moving around? It was, well, I was really young, but it was, you know, you had to start all over everywhere you went. You had to new school, new school system, make new friends. Um, you know, at times it was sad, but also very exciting. Thankfully, the military uh, community really supports their military families. And so, so that's uh, definitely helpful. And there's a ton of resources now for our military students and military families, but they move around so much. Some move from Japan to California and then to, uh, you know, Illinois and then to Virginia, just by the time they got to sixth grade. Others wow. in Germany and Italy and 
um, you know, California and Florida, they've been all over the place. So they've definitely, some of them are for sure world travelers, which is. That is pretty neat too. though. Yeah. Yeah. That is neat. Um, and then also, uh, you know, um, just having sometimes one or sometimes both parents actually deployed. Um, so that, uh, that can also be, um, sometimes scary for those kids. And so it's important to remember the things that, that they, that they go through. And that's, those are some of the reasons why we really try to celebrate them, um, and bring awareness to them, um, to the community. So that's what, um, uh, April is, and you'll probably see a lot of uh, purple up signs, purple stars. We actually put um, for every military connected student in our school, we put purple stars on their homeroom doors. So that's for option one and option two kids. And some of the nice. kids that are here have been able to actually write their name on the stars. So that's been kind of fun and neat. We also decorated uh, throughout the building with banners and other purple stars everywhere just to kind of say, hey, you know, this is the month, the month of the military child. And one of the reasons that they use purple is because it's really, if you mix all the different colors of the military branches, it's purple, it comes out purple. So you take the green, you take the red, you take the gray, you mix it all together and apparently it's purple. So that's why they do purple oh, that's cool and we have a day coming up too like we were talking about how we're um autism awareness it's like the month of autism awareness too and then we have a day to really go go with and wear blue is there a day coming up where we're we're sporting purple there is our purple up day is nice. april 21st so all april, right right before earth day right before <laughs> earth day exactly um, so that's the day when a lot of staff members have actually purchased special purple up shirts to support our military kids. And then we encourage all the students um, to wear purple on that day too, just to show their support. But we're also gonna have announcements in the morning. Um, and uh, we just, right before spring break, sent out certificates to every- Oh, that's nice connected student just to acknowledge them that they're awesome and we really support them. Um, we have a military small or basically it's a Zoom meeting on Mondays where if you're a military child, you can come in and talk about what it's like to be a military child and then help us, um, you know, create these slogans that we're going to be doing, which is, you know, what is it like to be a military child? And then we'll have big purple stars with the answers to that all throughout the school. On top of all that, we have this big bin in our office of all these trinkets just for, for our military students that we're going to give out to them. It's just an important month and to recognize and, you know, um, and, and like I said, celebrate them. So I'm really excited to be a part of it. All, all of our school counselors are very active in, you know, putting it together. We've all, we've got together and decided what sort of things we're going to do this month. And, and it's just an exciting time. So, yeah. That's, that's really awesome. I mean, I, I, I didn't even know about some of the other stuff that's coming. I know we, you've done a lot and you put in a lot of things. So I want to say thank you for that. I mean, that's something that our community definitely loves and, and supports. And we're glad that you're leading the way with that. I didn't know that you had that, that 
sort of history with the uh, military either. So you have that personal connection with it, which is great. Yeah, I appreciate that. But uh, more than that, we appreciate our military families that are current and active right now. So yeah. thank you for that. So it's yeah. definitely a definitely different world. I mean, I'm not, I don't have that military background. And so it's nice to hear what their perspective um, is like because their day is completely different than my day um, in terms of the family dynamics. Because like right. you said, one parent might be there, one parent, the both might be deployed. So they might be with a grandparent or something. So the, the, the family dynamic is definitely a little bit different. Or even sometimes, you know, what they're what they're doing at home, they they're not allowed to share with anyone else. It's kind of confidential and top secret top stuff. Secret. So, you know, you, sometimes you'll ask these military kids, you know, where what's your dad doing? And they're like, I'm not allowed to say. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it is. But you also reminded me too. We uh, put together a slideshow um, that's yes. on the big TV in the front, and then also throughout the school of our own veterans here, our teachers that have served in the military or were military children. So I think that's kind of neat to, to see what teachers are connected. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you. For you. Come on and share that. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for joining us and in, in talking about the big month of uh, this awareness of the month of the military child. It's good that our listeners know that we support the military families and the military children and also know all the things that you're you're doing to help lead the way. And I uh, appreciate it. And I know all the families here at Great Bridge really do uh, thank you and support the, the month of the military child. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I want to know about the Space Force. I haven't really <laughs> heard of it. So right now as i understand it like i said it just started but as i understand it, you have to be um, in the air force okay and then if you go through the air force academy or air force training then you can um, either stay with the air force or go into space force the space force would be like the exploration of um, moving the military into space and what that would look like so, I also think a lot of it has to do with cybersecurity and satellites and how um, the satellites will play a role in the military and all that. So, but it's new, trying to figure itself out. So it'll be exciting to to watch and definitely um, very competitive to get into. Oh, I bet, I bet. Mm -hmm. Star Wars, it's happening. Yes, it is. It's Their happening. logo looks just like the Star Trek logo. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. For those of you who have seen Star Trek, it looks just like that. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you again. And uh, we will be seeing you in school and seeing all the great things that you're doing here to help, not just as a guidance counselor, but also as our sort of military liaison here for Great Bridge Middle School. So thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Today we are going to interview one of our podcasters, uh, and today we are going to interview Catherine. What up, Catherine? Hi, Mr. Graham. All right. Hey, Great Bridge. Catherine's in the house. 
We are going to do two truths and one lie. All right, take it away, Catherine. Let's hear it. Uh, okay. So the first one I put down, um, I have two sisters. Um, I like bearded dragons, and I like little kids. I'm going to say the little kids one. How old are the sisters? Ooh. How old are they? Mm-hmm. Uh, 16 and 32. Well, now we know that's the truth. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> I think the little kids one's a lie, and I really hope I get this right, because I don't think I've gotten any of them right so far, so. All right, Catherine, let's hear it. Drum roll. It is the children one. Um, oh, we got it right. Uh, finally. We finally got one right. I'm okay yeah. with, like, babies or one-year-olds or two-year-olds, but when they get into their toddler stage or older it gets pretty annoying because they're as sassy as I am, and I can't handle that. There's only one sassy. I and feel There's that. only room for one sassy person in your house, right? Yeah. When and especially you. being the youngest sibling, it like you're not used to like not being the center of attention. <laughs> At least I feel you admit that. it. <laughs> yes, I feel that as well. Like. I feel that way too much because I'm also, I'm youngest and legit every single thing. So when someone's younger than me, I'm like, no. And I think 32, <laughs> but no, sorry, she's 33. Okay. But that's cool. I mean, that's a wide range of age there, 32, 16, and then you're 12. 12, yeah. So, and you're in seventh grade, right? Seventh grade Tiger team. How's it going? It's good. I like How are the teachers? I like them a lot. Yeah, they're pretty good. That's a great team. They're one of my favorites I've had. That's not awesome. Gonna be, not going to be mean to the Alley Cats because I love them too, but... You were on the Alley Cats? Mm-hmm. I was also on the Alley Cats. Someone on my bus called us the Trash Cats because of the last logo that we had, uh, or the last picture thing we had. Yeah, I'm glad they changed it. I used to yeah. be an alley cat teacher at one point years back. And I remember that logo and I was like, yeah, we need to update that. The new one's pretty cool. I like the new one. The new one's amazing. I love that one. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So Catherine, you, what was the other truth? Um, I like bearded dragons. Spirited dragons. Bearded, bearded or spirited? Bearded. Bearded. Okay. There um, you go. Like, I, my sister, my old, my, the, my sister, the 16 year old one, she, her best friend has two bearded dragons and like a snake and like a bunch of fish and two dogs. Um, so yes, he has a lot of animals, but, um, he put the bearded dragon on my back when we were up in Pennsylvania because they live in Pennsylvania and I was scared, but then I really liked them because they're like so cute. I really want one, but my dad said I'll have to wait until I move out. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about what a bearded dragon actually is? I, I think many people might not know. They could be thinking you're like like a fantasy, like of an actual dragon in the dragon world. What is a bearded um, dragon? So it's basically a lizard. Okay. Um, They're like, they. I think they can, they're mostly like a grayish green color. Um, they all have, well, they have like little tiny, little, very tiny claws type things. And 
Um, but they they actually all have different personalities. Some of them don't really care if you hold them. Some of them can be very vicious if you hold them. Well, hopefully we don't hold the vicious ones because I'm not well, trying to get bit my, uh, by a dragon. My uh, yeah, my sister's friend. He is two, and one of them um, very sweet. Really doesn't care. The other one, if you nope, your 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 hand's gone if you touch it. Oh no! <laughs> they just they they just get offended when you touch them. Yeah. Are they how big do they get? Uh, well, the like, size of your hand? Big. They don't get too big. They get around like this long. Okay. Their tail is pretty long, so. Their tail, their tail is like most of them. Right? Most of them, pretty much. I haven't seen one in real life, but what They're I've like, seen, I think it's like the most. Yeah. Yeah, they I'm, 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 I'm a little creepy when I get a little creeped out when I see like reptiles and snakes and well, things my, reptiles my... are so cool they're my favorite <laughs> <laughs> give me the heebie-jeebies yeah. i'll stick with cats <laughs> i'll stick I'm with my dog i i'm i'm not a reptile person i i uh, don't like them nope 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 my older my oldest sister <laughs> she lives in miami and i think a couple years ago she wasn't wearing a hat like well she started wearing a hat but she wasn't wearing one and a lizard fell off fell out of a tree under her head. Oh so my wearing, gosh. So she started wow. wearing hats. Oh my she gosh. Was in Miami, and then when we were down there, we saw this humongous lizard about this wide and like Ugh. super, super long. It's like red and or an orange and a black. And I'm like, nope, not going over there. There were so no. many lizards. Nothing. What you have described is kind of like a Gila monster, but Gila monsters don't live in Florida. No. Yeah. And they live in like Asia, Africa, and desert poisonous. So, yeah, see, no, thank you. I mean, I props to those that do like that sort of stuff. I mean, that's cool. That's your niche. Um, I'll, I will just take like a, a, a no thank you on that and uh, have a good day. I mean, enjoy your pet. If I see a snake or a reptile like that, I'm running away. There's no doubt in my mind. I'm leaving. I don't like snakes, but I'm I will scream. <laughs> yeah, I like... I'll just, I'll just, I'll, I'm gonna be there and I'm gonna stay there as long as it's not venomous or anything. I will stay. Thank you. The bearded dragon. I'll take a picture. Long. I'll take a picture. Take a picture, then scream and run away. I'll hold my composure long enough to take a picture. Yeah. But then I'm boarding out of there. Sounds like you. No more. So, Catherine, if you had a bearded dragon, what would you name it? Mm. You know, I haven't really thought about that, but I have. I don't know why, but I've always, like, thought of naming something after a candy or after, okay. like, a type of flower. So, like, one of my favorite flowers is a magnolia. Okay. So I'd probably name it magnolia if it was a girl and if it was a boy. Probably, like... Magnus. <laughs> Magnus. Or, or you could do Magnus. Like Heath Bar. Heath Bar. If it's a boy, you're going to call him a Heath Bar? Or just Heath. Heath. Okay, there you go. Heath. Or, or, candy. With this whole year, and with us only having nine more weeks of school left, what are you most looking forward to through the next nine weeks? Well... Probably because my birthday's in May, probably turning 13. Um, oh, a big one. 
besides that, it would probably be finally getting to my favorite part in history class. What's that? The Civil War. Oh, that is cool. We used to do a Civil War scrapbook. It was awesome. Well, like, I learned a lot of this stuff already in private school because, like, I learned... Sometimes it doesn't line up. Like, yeah, it if doesn't. you go through... Yeah, uh, so you I might already come in with some info. In fourth grade. So... That's cool. Well, that'll be good. Well, happy 13th birthday. Hopefully, you do something really cool for your 13th. I mean, yeah, you become I a teen teenager. Do, yeah, I think I'm going to do a bonfire with my with my couple of friends. Oh, that'll be fun. Now, Catherine, thank you so much for sharing all these wonderful things about yourself and your interests and things that you like and maybe some things that you don't like. It might be that two-year-old, you know, you just want to stay away from because you're scared that they might bite you. So, but thank you so much. And I, I enjoy having you. We all enjoy uh, having you on the podcast club and getting to know you a little bit better. I hope you have a happy birthday coming up soon. And podcasters, can't wait for next episode. This has been an awesome episode with the month of the military child. We just got back from spring break. Only nine weeks of school left. And we are going to rock and roll through the end of this year. So we will see you on our next episode on the Wildcat Chat Podcast.